Redbox Media Programming is brought to you by... Are you looking to serve God and society? Consider putting your gifts to work as a lawyer. Ave Maria School of Law has been educating faith-filled lawyers for over 20 years. Ave Maria School of Law is committed to training lawyers to use law appropriately around the moral issues of our time. Visit AveMariaLaw.edu to learn more about integrating your faith with a law degree. This is Tim Staples of Catholic Answers. I'm excited to let you know that I also teach high school apologetics for homeschoolconnections.com, an online Catholic curriculum provider. There are also recorded independent learning courses at homeschoolconnections.com. Whether you take apologetics with me, literature with Joseph Pierce, or philosophy with Bill Donahue, or any of the other 400-plus courses with homeschoolconnections.com, it's a great way to get Catholic learning for your family. Welcome to Quote Me, a weekly podcast that seeks to encourage, inspire, and lift you up to be all you were created to be. Words are powerful. Recognizing and celebrating the impact they have on our lives can comfort or challenge us, or both at once. I'm your host, Lindsay Schlegel, and I'm so glad you're here. Today, I hope we can honor the truth, beauty, and goodness of well-chosen language, and so glorify God. Let's begin. My guest today is Lara Patangan author of Simple Mercies, How the Works of Mercy Bring Peace and Fulfillment. Welcome. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. I think this podcast is such a great idea. I love the concept of it. Well, thank you. It's been a great season. Lots of authors, lots of books to talk about. Um, And today we're going to talk about mercy, which I'm excited about. Um, We need a lot more of that in our lives. We need to understand how to give it and how to receive it. Um, Let's get started with your quote. Never doubt that a group of thoughtful, committed citizens can change the world. Indeed, it's the only thing that ever has. So can you tell us about where that came into your life and what it means for you? I think that, um, honestly, I mean, I think I came across it in college when I was writing a sociology paper for a class, Um, but it stuck with me. Like, I I thought that... um, I just found it so empowering, you know, I think that so many of us um, feel like, like really like, what can we do? What can we do to make a difference? You know, we all know um, we're all taught to serve. We're all taught to be kind to our neighbor, you know, all of this stuff. But I think that, that many of us feel like our service is like too mundane to matter. And I just, I love this because it's, to me, it almost is about the, the little person, you know, just kind of like, like all of us, like we can, you know, um, right. So we don't have to be volunteering with some big organization. You could be like getting together with the neighbor down the block to shovel the snow for the older neighborhood. And that makes a difference. Right. And it, it does. And it makes, and I think that it's just, it's like, um, it's something as minor as, you know, collecting cans of food and sent, you know, sending them into your, your kid's school or dropping them off at a donation bin or whatever. It's like, you know, I mean, you can either think that, well, what difference did that really make? You know, maybe that fed one family one day, but, um, but collectively, if we all do these things, it makes such an incredible difference. You know, like I can't stop hunger in my community by myself. I don't have the resources for that, but I can be a part of the whole 
that does, you know? And I, I think that is so huge and something that I, you know, and I guess because I'm in the, the circle of being with other, you know, other mothers and stuff like that. And I, and I think particularly um, mothers can feel like, um, like the service that they do doesn't make a difference, you know? And, and yet I can't think of anything that would make a more profound difference in our um, society than, than raising children, you know, that are healthy and happy and, and, and serve others. And um, yeah. And it's all those little things that aren't just like you're saying about motherhood, like even the giving to the food pantry, like it's not just, it's not just in the moment, like that made an immediate difference, but it also changed on a long, on a larger scale, maybe the person who got that food ate today and then tomorrow, hopefully still ate, but was thinking someone, someone offered that to me. I'm still grateful for that later. Um, and, and then maybe, you know, it's like the pay it forward thing. Right. And then they like, it keeps going and it changes something in you right? when you're accustomed to service. Right. What you're saying about not recognizing it. I think sometimes me, that's like a good thing for us because that like, not let your which one is it? Left hand, no. Your right hand, no. Your yeah. right hand, no. I don't know which comes from which one. Right. Comes um, so, in some, and to some degree, we don't want to be like, "Hey, check us out. We just did so right. much." Right. But acknowledging that, to some degree, that like this is important to me, and I'm going to make it a priority. Um, right. And I think, especially when raising kids, to show them this is a thing that we do. Like our family unit is really important, and we have to take care of that. But we also are part of a larger community. And we right. all need to contribute to that. Like we can't right. just sit back and watch and think someone else is going to do the next thing. Yeah. And I think acknowledging it, I think is, is an, you know, is a way to, um, to kind of commit yourself to service too. you know, like I'm going to, like, I'm going to do this, just like you said in the, with our families, this is something, this is a family value. You know, we, 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 sh- we share, we, we, you know, help our neighbor or whatever. And I think it kind of, um, recommits us to that. Um, and I think especially in our world today, we've become so polarized, you know, that it's, it's like, we've lost that, um, that sense that we belong to each other, you know, that we're all, you know, members of the, you know, the body of Christ and the communion of saints. And, um, and there's such power in that, you know, I mean, there really is. And, and it's, it's kind of a shame that we've, that on some levels we've lost sight of that. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I'm thinking about this, the small group in this quote, that that small group could be our family, but Mm -hmm. it could also be your parish, or it could just be like a group of friends. Like, is there, I know you did a lot of work of works of mercy, um, in one particular year of your life. So did you end up with groups of people that kind of came along with you and, and helped you with, with some of them? Like, how did that help you build community? Maybe is what I'm asking. I think, um, you know, some of them I did by myself. I involved my family where I could, but as you probably know, it's, it's very difficult to bring, to, um, to bring your kids into service because there are so many rules with different nonprofits and and things like that. So that was a little bit of a struggle, but where I could, I brought them in. Um, And then uh, some friends went with me sometimes. Um, And like I said, I went by, by myself sometimes. Um, But now I forgot the the premise of the question because that was part of the answer, but like, how did it help you build community? 
Oh, and I, th- I think that it was writing about it. I think that, you know, right. Like I would, you know, I would share these experiences. I had a, I have a blog and, um, and I would share those experiences on, up the, on the blog. And I think that that really, um, created a sense of community and was a beautiful, I mean, it's a, you know, when you write and I know, you know, you're a writer also, um, it's not just one way, you know, there's some reciprocity a bit with it, you know what I mean? Where there's, um, and so it's, it was validating for me too, to hear about other people's experiences um, and, you know, or just to have somebody else say, oh my gosh, I feel like that too. You know, I mean, again, there's, there's power in that and it, and it makes me feel, you know, less alone too with my, you know, when you're sharing something vulnerable or, or whatever. But um, right now for the, during the Lenten season on the blog, I've been doing a, a little campaign where I am featuring people that, um, that do work some mercy, you know, kind of as an or- organic part of da- their daily life. Um, because I think there, I want people to see the different ways that there are to do works of mercy, that it's not just, you know, going to the, to the food bank or whatever. And, um, you know, the, the girl that I had on the blog yesterday, she, she works with rape victims, you know, that's her job. She's a, a forensic nurse. And, um, but I think what a beautiful vocation, you know? And, um, so I think that that is a, you know, that that's a, a neat way to see all of the different ways that we can do these works of mercy. And there was a woman yesterday in my Bible study, who's a grandmother. She's a mother of 10. Um, I don't know how many grandchildren she has, but she has like six of them staying with her right now. And she was talking about having to, to feed them all and, you know, the constant meals and stuff like that. And, um, and how much work it was. And I was like, Oh my gosh, I so appreciate what you're saying. I see you, what you're doing matters. It's beautiful. And yeah, we need that encouragement sometimes. And we need that to feed off of each other because there's so much negative stuff going around and so much me centric, you do you stuff in our culture that sometimes it can feel like no one else is doing service or maybe this little thing I do is enough and I don't need to do more. You know, I think sometimes it goes both ways. Sometimes where we could be doing more than we're doing. And sometimes we're not recognizing the things that we're already doing as actually. And things like picking the sippy cup off the floor for the hundredth time is feeding, is giving drink to the thirsty. That's right. And changing the poopy diaper and carefully stripping the clothes off to get another, that's feeding the naked because like maybe I made the kid naked because he pooped all over the place. But, um, But all those things count too. I think we need to, I, I just love the work that you're doing because I think it broadens the view of what it means to do works of mercy. Right. But you're further along than I was because it wasn't until, you know, I really looked when I started my year of service, like I really looked at it, you know, almost in this tunnel, like it's like, I'm going to go out and serve, um, you know, I'm it's something that those of us who are blessed do for others or whatever. And I didn't, I really didn't get it. You know what I mean? Just how that, that, like you said in the beginning, that the mercy goes two ways. Um, and that, and that we are 
also that God's mercy is available to us too, um, that we need to be merciful with ourselves, that, you know, all of those things. And, and it was a real kind of um, impactful journey for me to, to see that, to see that, okay, no, it's not, you know what I mean? It's not just it's not going just out. me doing this. Yeah. It's coming back to me and it changes who you are. Right. And it changes, you know, any way that you build a habit, right? Like even if you're trying to go run a 5k and you do that, like couch to 5k program, right? Like first you're yeah. walking, then you're jogging, then you're running. I think it's kind of the same thing where like when you practice something like that, when you make a habit of it, it becomes more natural. And then right. you end up doing things that maybe you didn't think you were capable of, or like, I think in my life, it's been more often, like, I didn't even know that was a thing. <laughs> like you end up doing something, you're like, what is going on around here? How did we right. get here? Um, but when you say yes, those beautiful things happen. Right. And we need that example, not in a way that we're like putting everybody up on a pedestal, but like there is some worthwhile encouraging and honoring the stuff that other people are doing um, because it's just good for our community. Like if we're going to talk about all the bad stuff that people do right. to commiserate and like people, you know, like we all fall into gossip at certain times. If that's the way that we're spending our time talking about other people, like we could also be saying, Hey, look at this really cool thing. This woman did. Um, right. I, I'm thinking of doing this too. Who wants to come with me? Like right. that kind of, like we need to, we're supposed to be building the kingdom of God, not tearing right. down the world that's around us. And too right. often, it's so much easier to do. I mean, even like, I think of this often, like I've, because I have t little boys who build things and other little boys who knock them down. Um, <laughs> like you build something out of say magnet tiles. These that you know, those magnets that have the little magnets, yeah. they're beautiful. They make amazing creations and they go down like that. Like they yeah. fall so fast. And it always strikes me how it takes so much time to build something up and how it can fall down so fast. Yeah. Um, but it's beautiful once it's there. And I think the yeah. more, like it is harder to build up something. It is harder and it takes right. more effort, right? To create something and, and edit it and take this back back and, and change right. here and there. Right. And like, keep tweaking it till it gets right, right. to where it needs to be. Right. Um, and that's and such a beautiful, that's such a beautiful analogy. I love that. I mean, I think that that is um, like visually, I see that is it's true. It takes so much up more effort to build something than, you know, and to build those habits and, and everything. And, and I think, you know, to build on your analogy, I mean, I think that sometimes it's like um, we need to we need to knock it down and start over and build again when it's not. And I think that you know that mercy was like that for me. You know that I think that it was like practicing works of mercy and thinking it's one thing, and then and then being like, oh no, honey, this isn't it. You know, it's almost like you swipe it. You have to swipe it down and you build it up again. And I, but it's but it's better. It's, you know what I mean? It's more beautiful. It's stronger. It's because you, you learn something the first time you build it, that you work into building it the next time. Right. Like you understand right. you know, like, yeah. Oh, this piece actually fits here. I can angle yeah. it this way. And then it looks right. like a <laughs> right. the things we learn from our children. That's such a great analogy. Magnetiles were such a good investment in my life. Yeah. <laughs> I think someone else got us for Christmas. I don't think I invested anything in them, um, but I'm grateful someone else did. Um, well, we're about to wrap it up, um, but I'm so excited for your book, which people will be Thanks. able to get very soon um, and hear more about your story. We're going to link to your blog on the show notes. Um, so thanks so much for hanging out with me. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. It was so fun. 
Listeners, as always, to suggest a quote or a guest, follow the show on Instagram, quote me underscore podcast, or contact me at my website, lindsayschlegel.com. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to the podcast, leave a review wherever you find your shows, and tell a friend. Until next time, God bless you.